0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and once again, welcome back to Fleet Sucker. I'm your speaker. host, John Murray, and this is, and will be the final one of the day, because basically, you're looking at it, it's almost quarter to midnight, so this will certainly be the last one for the day. Um, as I've always stated, I'd like, like to keep you updated as best I can on what's going on in the, in the world of football. Um, as, far as, this, as far as this episode goes, we'll talk about a, we'll talk about a uh, we'll owner, and now we're not talking about Jim Irons here, Jerry Jones, we're talking about a new owner, and an owner that we haven't talked about in a while, All we haven't talked about is this team, actually, in quite a few episodes, and he's in a division where, let's just say that the uh, that the, sky's the limit, and the division, as some people, as some experts say, could be up in the air. I don't really think it is that much up in the air as people think it is, but people believe that this, this division's up in the air, and there was this owner that did an interview, I think, with uh, NFL Network, and... I didn't, know, cause I didn't get a chance to really read. All I did was read. I didn't get a chance to look at what's going on. But I was very interested in his words and his comments. And, and I'll give you my take take on that on that as well. Um, another thing is I, I'm going to give a shout out to one of the AFC North rivals at C-State like The reason being is it's, it's one of the rivals at maybe best overall draft this year. One that the rookie one of the rookies is getting great reviews from some of the veteran teammates, and especially one particular cornerback that just that they signed in the offseason. We'll talk about him, we'll talk about the strides that he's making in camp. Um, another thing we'll, we'll talk about is the uh, New England Patriots, and again, an interview done by Bill Belichick, again the Bill Belichick interview that was that he gave. Maybe scratching your head and wondering, if Bill Chick's time is finally coming gone. It is, it is the best behind head football coaches list. I will discuss I'll discuss that as well. Um, the very last thing is this was this was put out about I think about an hour ago. Um, another possible injury has occurred in camp. We don't know how serious it is. We'll talk about that player and how much of a tremendous effect it will have on on that team on that team moving forward if they had any chance whatsoever of making of making the playoffs for their own division. We'll talk about that here in a few in probably in another few minutes or so. Uh, for those who joined for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. And I've always said please invite like your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow coworkers, whomever you need to invite Please invite them on in. I've always stayed, i continue to state we are all, all family and friends here. So football and i said I enjoy talking football I enjoy watching football and again I'll stay Thursday night Thursday night, you'll see the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns get a jump on preseason preseason football so of course I will not be up at I will be at work when the game is starting now maybe I can catch maybe some second half second half you know maybe when I get home I'm not 100% of that, but I might get a chance and again I'm sure you know, they what they do they do replay the other uh, games. And again, you know, If NFL member, they have all, all preseason games. And again, I will do my very best to watch my preseason games. I've always said before that, uh, I do preseason watch yeah, as a scouting tool. Because I'm a heavy fantasy football player. And, you know, for, this has been my 35th year that i played fantasy football. And I'm very heavy. And to watch this football, I watch preseason. And I'm trying to, you know, try to, you know, try to use as a scouting tool. I try to, I'm trying like to one up. i to up my, my opponents. Whatever they, whatever they, they, they um, involved, Yeah. if I don't get a chance, there's a leg I've been in for many, many years. Over twenty-some years, I've been in this league, and uh, I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout, a shout out to those, to, to the guys I do the 18 league with, and I will. There's a couple of. I won't. I won't go into any last names. I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody or disrespect anybody. But I will send out some last names. Couple of um, Chris's. One of them is related to me, and I want to give a shout out to him. Billy, Jonathan, Brad, uh, Bill, and Sean are the guys that I that I do leagues with. That I've done some leagues. I've done leagues with some of these guys for many, many years now. I want to give a shout out, a shout out to them. Uh, certainly, I will be I will be seeing them in about a, probably about a month or so, as our our draft is um, the day after Labor Day. So that's plenty of time. Of course, there's a lot of strategizing from from here on. So, if you're a um, and trust me, if you a, trust me, it's a long process. And if you're a fantasy football fan, preseason only is always a great tool to uh, keep an eye on that talent that you look at towards the future. Uh, for those who do from day one, I want to say thank you for doing so. And please invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow footballers, please. Invite them on. Invite them on. in. as I've always stated before, this is not a religious show, not a political show. Football—that's all we're here to talk about. Um, if you have any questions for me whatsoever, reach me on Facebook, Spotify—two places you can reach you can reach me on. I'll answer any any football-related questions you want me to answer from you whatsoever. Or again, I want to hear your opinion. What do you think is going to happen this year in twenty twenty three? What team should? What team? Tell me your predictions. Of Super Bowl predictions. What what team do you think might be the surprise team? Of the uh, of the year, you know, your MVP choices, maybe your offensive player of defensive player of the like, Who do you think might be the offensive or defensive rookie, you know, rookie of the year? Again, I want to hear your opinions, and again, I'll do my very best. You know, like I said, I'll do my very best to put your questions on air, and I'll answer any questions, any football-related questions whatsoever. You know, um, if I'll set a spot. For that, for the answer those questions. If not, I'll do the entire episode answer nothing but your questions. Because like I said before. You're, you're very you're very important to me, and you're you know, as my as any followers or viewers out there. I want to greatly appreciate that you're doing so. And again, I'll answer the question that, that needs to be a, that you want me to answer for you as best as best I can. Um. Again, let me see what else. Um. And again. To listen to your anchor, I'm on Spotify, R Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, just a few platforms that have allowed me to um, reach out to, to many different viewers and uh, I greatly appreciate appreciate those people that have allowed me to allow me to use your platform to get the word foot the of football out there. And sure I'm sure there's probably about a million a million people out there that uh, have an opinion have an opinion on football. Of course a lot a lot of people out there have a, have a yeah, get, I'm sure some of them um, are very famous, have their own podcast, get paid to do their podcast. Fortunately, I'm not one of those. Love to, but again, I'm not a big, I'm not a big name guy. I'm just a peeling on the totem pole that uh, that is trying to do his very best to uh, you know, to make at least try to make it entertaining. And I've always said, sometimes I will make mistakes. I'll do a hiccup here, and a hiccup there. But again, a lot of people edit their stuff out. I don't edit my stuff out. It comes out. Just as is. Again, I mean, that's kind of all I think to do. But again, that's just who I am. That's again, that's as, as real as real as I can uh, I, I can be. Once before we start jumping in, I want to thank uh, some you know Facebook followers, uh, businesses. Um, what else? There's like artisans you know, artists, musicians, um, bloggers, writers, entertainers, models. Sophie, we can go the whole nine yards. I greatly appreciate you that you have followed me, and I followed you back. And I greatly, you greatly know, appreciate you. So please, by all means, your clientele, your bandmates, you know, fans, please get the word out about about Free fucker. It means it means a lot to me that you guys do listen to the um to the show and to the podcast. I greatly, I greatly pre- appreciate appreciate you guys doing doing so. Uh, I believe that is it, I think I've bored, bored you guys enough. Let's jump into what we're talking about here, football right? And let's talk about a team that we haven't talked about in a while, and let's talk about the NFC South and the Atlanta Falcons. Now we, we, we've talked about Atlanta Falcons many, many episodes ago, and the Atlanta Falcons have been busy this all season. The defense was a huge, has been a huge problem for the uh, Falcons the last the last several years now. And again, they spent a lot of money in the offseason to bulk up the defense. They've had you know, Jesse, you know, Jesse Bates. They've had some um, players, Campbell. They've had some pass rushers, some help in the secondary. They spent a lot of money getting the defense ready. They feel that the offense, of course, they re They gave Chris Lindstrom a, uh, more money to by the uh, offensive line. They drafted Baji Robinson, who was the top running back in this year's draft. They've got him in camp. They've got Ty Algier, who was a thousand yard rusher last last year. And of course, the hype is already in for Robinson. they you know, there's been a, there's been what a YouTube video about him making a, a one-handed catch in practice and burning a linebacker or a defensive back already in camp. So the hype is already putting in putting on Robinson. Again, you have Drake London. Desmond Reeder is going to be the starting quarterback this year. Um, the job is pretty much his. He has team. Tyler Hink, is the backup and I don't think Hineke's gonna be brought around for this job. This is all Desmond's, Desmond's uh, job. So again, offense wasn't really the hugest issue for Atlanta. It's the defense has been the biggest problem. And that been a recurring theme. We talk about the Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings. They have offense, but defense was the issue. Again, Atlanta had issues. Now, most of last year, Marcus Mariota was the you know, was the quarterback and of course he has a pretty good relationship with Arthur Smith from his days in the Tennessee Titans. Arthur brought Mariota because Mariota can run his system, and Mariota got off to a decent start. But at the end of the day, Mariota had problems throwing the football. He could run the football, yeah, he could run the football, but he had problems passing the football. And you had a pretty good running receiver, rookie receiver Drake London, and you had Kyle Pitts who had a bad year last year. A lot because of the inconsistent quarterback position. Now, Granite Pitts is hurt. They went out and got Jahangir Smith. They brought him in because again, Smith knows Arthur Smith from his days with the Tennessee Titans. So again, again, Pits is not one hundred percent healthy. I don't believe he's even practiced yet. But again, if Pitts does come, you know, is healthy enough to go, you got two quality tight ends to certainly to work with. You got Drake London, but you need that consistent number two receiver. That's something they don't does not have. They don't have the consistent number two receiver, and that's something they need. They need that, to a veteran presence in the receiving core. Again, you running the game, you do have Robinson now, Algier, but again, Reader. Now Reader does have pretty good speed, but Reader's arm strength is certainly there. Marcus Mariota, and they certainly need to stretch the field a lot more. Also, you have Drake London. If Pitts is healthy, they should get there now. Should be a little bit better, but again. NFL Network had hey, an interview with uh, Arthur Smith, and Arthur Smith has come out and said that this, this, that when Arthur Smith, when um, Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot, the general manager of the, uh, of the uh, Atlanta Falcons, came out and went to Arthur Blank and said that um, they had this, I guess it's a three-year plan where they'll get the Atlanta Falcons, you know, back up, back up to the park. Now, it wasn't that long ago that Atlanta Falcons were permanent salary cap and salary cap hell and they had to release they had to get rid of a lot of players release a lot of players maybe trade some players and again this is finally the result is this is what they've got now they've got a rookie they've got a second year quarterback could be one of the best running backs rookie running backs in football in quite some time again like I said the offense wasn't the problem defense was the that's been an issue for them for quite for quite some time now and um, well you know again but again Blank came said the three year plan that he wants to see results now again to me I could the, the one way that I would take that and I'm sure maybe I'm taking it the wrong way and I could be but to me that's Arthur Blank the Blank is pretty much telling terrifying note, and um uh, Smith, okay, you said this is three a three year plan. Okay, we're in year three. I need to see results in the stack of my finger this year. If I don't see the results, you might not have a job. You might not have a job next year. That's how I've taken, taken, taken it taken be. And again, again now everybody says that the NFC South is up in the air, right? Again you have the New Orleans Saints. They went out and made a splash you got Derek Carr. They think they've corrected the quarterback situation you know, again, again, you know, the Saints, they've been hit with a couple of offensive line injuries, injuries in camp. Again, that could, that could hurt their chances as far as how, how the offense gets run effectively. Now, again, you still have, I mean, you have Allen Kamara there, but you don't know if he's served a survey. Six games, some kind of suspension, I should say, because of an incident two years ago in the Pro Bowl. Yes, they had JaVale Williams, they had Ja'Vale Williams to the team. Again, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, the news out of New Orleans, is he's, he's, there's no injuries. He's healthy. He's practicing. That's for right now, but we'll see if Michael Thomas can have a full 17 games. That is something that's going to have to be, you know, but again, Chris Lee had a good rookie year, over 1,000, over 1,000 yards. Sherrard, who ended up being, who ended up being a surprise last year as your number three receiver. So they have something to work with. Now defensively, the Saints, Having decent have a pretty decent decent defense. But now, again, I get the biggest thing with was their defense last last has been the last several years. They seem they seem to have gotten the right pieces maybe in place to certainly to certainly get the defense again. We're the vision. I mean, we talked about these Saints. The Saints have a pretty decent defense. And again, They've allowed a lot, I think, more from the defense the last couple of years from now. They could. Derek Carr is the guy that can take them up another notch. Now, let's not discount Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has a veteran defense. Again, the offense, the biggest thing is the quarterback thing. If you can establish Baker they can make Kyle Trask, and they can play anywhere similar to what Tom Brady gave you. The Buccaneers could have division. Now, the Panthers, the Panthers, Again, new head coach, Frank Reich, but you've got a young quarterback that can be there for the next 10, 11, 12 years, and Bryce Young. And again, yes, they got Miles Sanders. Some say they might up, upgrade the running game from last year to get Miles Sanders. Even though they had Christian McCaffrey, part of last season. Again, the receiving core, it's a veteran receiving core, but it's not. there's not really a number one receiver that, that steps back and steps out of the shadows. D.J. E. Moore's gone. Now, defensively, again, Panthers, they have a pretty decent defense, an underrated defense, if if you will. Again, if you really think about it, everybody in the division has a decent defense except, aloud. There's one team that did not have a good defense. Now, to be offensively, you can go, you could probably go right now offensively. I would say, Tampa Bay, as much as as much as I don't, I'm not a big fan of Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask, but you do have good receivers. We yeah, have Evans and Godwin, thousand yard on receivers. Overall, you can make the case of Saints the Saints might be better because they've got a good set of receivers that they have out in Alvin But again, Atlanta has a pretty good offense. The biggest thing with Atlanta is defensively. If, if Atlanta had, if Atlanta had any one of those defenses, yeah, they might have a chance to win this division. And Arthur and all Blank is banking on banking on this three year this three year plan. That was set up by these two gentlemen, by Smith and Fontenot, to actually take Lana over the top down. I'm not going to discount Lana that they could not win the division. But let's be honest with you. Every team, I think, in that division last year had a chance to actually win the division and even get to the playoffs. Again, I'm not saying that cannot be the – again, that can be very well the same case this year. Again, it all depends on if Derek Carr can play, you know, can play up, the, up the standards. That's going to be the big thing. Again, offensively, the biggest thing is—I think the thing is Camaro. Well, Camaro serve suspension? Because if he does, that's going to hurt them offensively. Now, you look at Tampa Bay. Well, what do you got? You've got yeah, the Tampa Bay. The quarterback situation is the thing. They've got a, a second-year player, Rashard White, who will be the starting running back and serve as a man to keep who certainly needs to, you need to keep an eye on, on him and what he's capable capable of doing. Again, Bryce Young, Desmond Reader. Again, like I said, if you have to look at it, Carr might be the best quarterback in the division, and that's kind of hard to say. Because if you could make a case last year, he might have been the worst quarterback <laughs> in the in the AFC West, right? You can make that comment. He goes from maybe the worst quarterback to maybe the best quarterback. Whether that's saying much for the division or not, I don't know. You got. Remember, Derek Carr's got a losing record in this league, but but again, for Arthur Blank, and Arthur Blank's like any any owner in any it doesn't matter if you're baseball, you know, your football, basketball, hockey, soccer, whatever the case may be. If you own a if you own a franchise, and it doesn't matter if major leagues, maybe minor league, or you know, or you know whatever it happens to be, you want to see improvement. It's like, I guess it's like anything. I don't care if you're Walmart, Target, yeah, and you have one store, and you want to see improvement in that store. If you don't see improvement in that store, somebody's got to, yeah, somebody's got to, somebody's got to lose their head, right? Somebody's got to get it. And Arthur Blank wants, wants, you know, wants this. He wants, he wants something. He wants, I think he wants a division championship. He wants at least a playoff, a playoff, you know, Get in the playoffs. I think, I, certainly, I believe if Atlanta can win the South and get into the playoffs, I think Fontenot and Smith's job is pretty much secure. and safe. But again, Terry Fontenot did the right thing. He needs to work on his defense, and he's done that. He's working the defense. The only question mark I got on the offense would be a number two receiver. If he can find a if he can find a number two receiver, or well, there's one on that roster that can step up. Be consistent number two. And if Desmond can throw the football anything better than Marcus Mariota, offensively, there's not going to be an issue. Is can the defense gel. Can that defense, can the defense play? And to be honest with you, if the defense you know, can find a way to play well enough, yes, Atlanta has a chance to win this division. This division is a toss-up. Again, for right now, I would still give the Saints the slightest of edge just because of the quarterback play. And that's why I give it the edge. I know Derek Carr's got a losing record, but again, right now, Derek Carr is probably the best quarterback in this division. But again, now, like I said before, if Alan Kamara serves and misses any time because of suspension, then I might have to change my, my thought process. But again, there could be some metros out there that might even give a a chance to win this division because this division is a toss up. But for right now, I'm going for, for right now. I'll go with the Saints for the time being. We still got time, decision to be made. Um, we still got at least a month or a month before the season, seasoning begins. But for Arthur Blank, the bottom line is he wants to see results. And like we said, if, if, if they somehow get into the playoffs, let's say women's division, gets to the playoffs, then Smith and Final have nothing more to worry about. Them. They'll, they'll be around. Now, if they end up having, let's say, a similar record that they had last year, maybe, or maybe one or two games, one or two games, all for that, then I got a feeling they'll be gone. And again, right back to where we started all over again. But it's not like doesn't have Talent on the roster. Now, I'm not going to compare Desmond Reader to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan had a, had a wonderful career with the lot Falcons. But again, Reader's got more mobility than Matt Ryan. I don't see that, but, you know, I don't see that. Now defensively, y'all remember Devontae Freeman, right? And Tevin Coleman. Now, maybe Robinson and Tyler Algier could be could be like that. Again, Drake London is your top receiver now. I don't see Drake London being Julio Jones because he'll have had a wonderful career in at the Atlanta Falcons now. Maybe Drake London could be Calvin Ridley, maybe. Maybe he has that possibility. Tight end. Kyle Pitts. If Kyle Pitts is healthy and he has a decent quarterback throwing the football, I'm not gonna say Tony Gonzalez. I'm not gonna say that, but the but the, but the comparison is certainly fair in my in my opinion. Offensive line. Now the offensive line got better. I might not compare it to the offensive lines that were that were guarding Matt Ryan when Atlanta went to the Super Bowl, but the off offensive line better. defensively. Atlanta had a better defense back then than they did now. But again, I'm not going to draw, I'm not going to start drawing comparisons. I don't want to draw those comparisons. But again, you never know. And for a while, I mean, they had the old, you know, the old Dirty Bird era when you had Deion Sanders, Andre Rising. Everybody remembers Jamal, was Jamar, Anderson. <laughs> Everybody Anderson. money back. Again, be some, there could be some fun times ahead for the Falcons. I don't think it's this year. Give it maybe next, maybe maybe next year. I don't think it's there yet. And again, I've said that, I've said this before. To me, I got a feeling that the, the Buccaneers and the Saints might have maybe just one more year in them to be the top of the division, and then after that, I think it flips. I think the Panthers, if Bryce Young has a good rookie year. Yeah, Miles Sanders continues to run over a thousand yards and they can figure out. They can figure out. Defensively, I'm not worried about it. They can figure out the offense. Yeah, then I think, yeah, then I think they can pull themselves maybe another year or two in top of division. Atlanta, if Atlanta plays defense, can play any type of defense whatsoever, they, and if Desmond Reeder can prove to be a quality quarterback in this league, then Atlanta and Carolina will leapfrog the Saints and the Buccaneers. In that division, I don't think it's gonna be this year, but maybe give it another year, maybe two. But again, I think Smith and Fontenot are in the right in the right spot. And again, does again last year the biggest mistake is they had Mariota and it was run the football, and it hurt Drake London, it hurt Kyle Pitts, and it hurt the receivers. It hurt the passing game. People keyed up on that running game. Well, now Reader's, Reader comes in, and now you've got people that can't key on that. You still got Robinson. You got Algier. I get that. You got a decent running game, and don't forget, you still got Cordell Patterson on that team. And Cordell can run the football, and you, certainly, you can certainly, certainly with he certainly catch guys on the backfield. So again, the running game is there. The offensive line is not that bad. Again, you have Drake London. Pitts if he if he gets back healthy, John Smith is not is certainly is not that bad of a tight end. He, he was not used a lot. In New Orleans, I am mean, asking not going to New England, but again, he's in Atlanta, and again, he'll be used a lot more in Arthur Smith's system. Arthur Smith knows him, he will certainly get something out of the young man, he will do that. But you know, we'll, we'll, certainly, we'll certainly see, but for Atlanta, no, I don't discount Atlanta. I mean, would it shock me? I don't know if it would shock me that he went to South, it would not shock me, but for Arthur Blake, that's where he wins. He wants a division crown. He wants at least a playoff, you know, at least get in the playoffs. I think if Arthur sees that, that he sees, he is seeing signs and improvement. He sees a team that has potential down the road. And again, you got to remember We're in the NFC. Again, I know Philadelphia and Dallas are the top teams in the, are in the NFC each now. The Giants, the Giants have got a lot of pressure on them because they have to try to get back to the playoffs. Again, Detroit. Again, Detroit could be defense. Is Detroit the real deal? We'll find out if you are anything the real deal when they open up against Kansas City on you know Thursday night football. And again, what about Minnesota? Minnesota, Minnesota's window, it's closing. Green Bay. It all depends, I think, on Jordan Love. If they give him anything, Chicago. Chicago could be on the upswing. But again, the offense has got to gel. The defense. It still needs work. And again, we talked about the division talk about San Francisco. San Francisco has still got probably another year, maybe two of them against Seattle. Seattle has made tremendous strides, tremendous strides of improvement as well. They're trying to read, they're trying to read on that on that defense. They're trying to get the defense back to the days when it was a beach and the boom. Whether they ever get back to those days or not, I doubt it. But they're looking for a decent defense. That's what they've been working on. The offensive line has gotten better the last couple of years. Of solid brass, by T. John Schneider, to get to that position, the Cardinals, the Cardinals. In a- It, it could be had for the right, you know, for the right price. It can be had for somebody's taking. It's, if Atlanta was in the AFC, if in the AFC, I would have serious doubts. But again, there is competition in the, in the conference. There is a division to be had. And Atlanta, I don't discount Atlanta. If Atlanta goes out there and wins the division, I don't think it would surprise me. Because it's a, it's a division that's Tulsa. I still think New Orleans and Tampa Bay are still top you down. Know, but for Arthur Smith, he wants to see results. And he has a chance. This is a year where he needs to see results in year three. Now, can Arthur get those results? I think it all depends on it all depends on his reader. And it depends on the defense. If Reader plays good football, the defense plays halfway decent, then again, then again, off blank might have something, yeah, might have something there. Again. Gave Font note, he gave Smith blessing. Good spin on defense. They, they did exactly that. Now we gotta see all this pays off. And I'm interested to see. You know I don't have any, I don't know if Atlanta Falcons have any games on TV. But of course, I guess if you have like an NFL package, whether it's through Verizon or Direct TV or Dish, or whatever whatever thing you use, you'd have a chance to catch a lot of Atlanta Falcon games if you're a Atlanta Falcon fan. And and, you know, matter, you know, there's not any that I know out here. Now, trust me, now I do know a friend of mine that I went to school with is a big Atlanta Falcon fan. Now, I do know that. As a matter of fact, I did see somebody all day actually wearing a Atlanta Falcon hat. So, again, maybe there could be a rebirth in Atlanta. I'm not going to say Desiree is Matt Ryan. He's not Michael Vick. But maybe he could be, maybe he could be the quarterback that, that they're looking for going to replace a Matt Ryan and Robinson Algier. They could be Coleman, Devontae Friedman. I don't think Drake London. I don't think he's Julio Jones. Maybe he could be a Calvin Middley. The tight ends, well, Pitts is the guy, but he's got to be healthy. Again, there are comparisons, maybe a little bit of comparisons, maybe. Maybe maybe I can't I can't use the term. I can't use fly. I can't use fly. Fly eagles fly because they're not filling enough eagles. You know, even though the falcon is a bird, but maybe, but maybe the dirty bird could be back in Atlanta, and then that would be that would be great news for Atlanta falcon fans and, fa- and Atlanta falcon fans. But again, this division can be had. Yes, it can be. I wouldn't put the Panthers. I'm not going to be Panthers again. Offense is a key issue for them. But again, I still think the Saints and I still think the um Bucks are teams to be in that division. But again, I don't discount Lana, and I can't discount. I don't discount Frank Reich, he's a pretty good football coach. And again, sometimes sometimes coaching can get you the can help you out as well. But for Lana, Arthur Smith's author blank, excuse me, Arthur Blank says he needs to see results well. It's going to be up to Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot could get those results, and if he can't get those results this year, then I will tell you what, those two men can barely be gone, and Arthur's going to go out and find somebody that can get him the results that he needs. Now, for this one, I'm going to give the, I'm going to give, I'm going to give the AFC North at least one team. I'm going to give some respect to, credit where it is due to. Now. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers now last year the Pittsburgh Steelers had a chance, had a chance to actually almost make the playoffs last year, but they didn't do it. Now, with all, all the quarterback situation, it was in shambles when big, big Ben decided to retire, Trubisky was going to take over, that didn't pan out, Pickett stepped in, struggled at first, but towards the end of the season, he started to grasp, he started to get a hold of the system. Now. Pittsburgh, I did have great credit for. Pittsburgh, I think, was the only team that I actually gave an A for the draft. For the draft, because from top to bottom, they had a solid draft from top to bottom. Now, one of the, one of the picks, Joey Porter Jr. A lot of people felt he should have been maybe a mid first round pick at best. He fell to the second. And he fell to the second round, and Pittsburgh went in and, swo- and swooped him up. Now. Pittsburgh drafted an offensive line in the first round. They've been working on the offensive line for the last couple of years, trying to trying to get trying to piece that back together. And they have done a pretty decent job of doing that. Going out and getting free agents, drafting you know drafting players. Because again, you got a pretty good running back in Najee Harris there. Now again, you got to cover Kenny Pickett's backside. He's going to be a quarterback for the next, hopefully at least about as long as Big Ben was there. At least that's for your home hoping. Yes, we had Allen Robinson. Had another receiver, another weapon. They drafted, they drafted Washington out of Georgia, and he is hes a pretty big guy. He will certainly be a vandal asset as far as a blocker and a pass catcher. And again, the defense, defense, defense again. My biggest thing was the secondary. That was always my big concern for them. I love Michael Fitzpatrick. Again, Patrick Peterson was signed the all offseason. Patrick is thirty. he's 32 33 years old now Patrick is not the same guy he was in his heyday with the Cardinals there's times yes he gets took the job done at times but it's not on a consistent basis and now this is why Joey Porter comes in now for all Pittsburgh Steelers fans we all know Joey Porter's dad he was a pretty solid linebacker for many many years with the Pittsburgh Steelers but again Joey probably, Joey probably should have been, been a Pittsburgh killer. He probably should have been like a mid-first-round pick. You know, at least that. But he kept falling and falling and falling. And, of course, you have every, you, you always got those drafts where everybody, there's people that fall. I mean, what about Will Levis this past year? Everybody thought he was going to be a first-round pick, and he falls to do what tights him the third, like second or third round. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's always been there's always that player. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Everybody thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be number one overall pick when he came out. Yeah, Alex Alex Smith got went to the 49ers and then what happened? then what happened? Rodgers fell into Green Bay Packers' lap, and he sat behind Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for many years. Again, there's guys that fall. And Joey Porter is no exception to that rule. He's one of those guys that fell, and he fell right into the Pittsburgh Steelers' lap, and they needed help in the second. Again, the one thing I get at Pittsburgh is they have done an outstanding job. Their front office is an outstanding job for many, many years building the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, you might not get the the results at times that you're looking for, but I've always had respect for Pittsburgh and their draft process. I mean, you can go back to the heydays. I, mean, I mean, take a look at the drafts they had back with Chuck Nolan back in the heyday. They got Terry Bradshaw, Frank Harris, you know, the Rocky Blyers of the world, Lynn Swan, John Stallworth. I mean, I mean, man, you can't get started on defense from Mel Bonds to Donnie Shell's to and Joe Green's of the world, um, L.C. Greenwood, Jack Lindenberg, Jack Hamm. I mean, it was Andy Russell. I mean, my gosh, I mean, this team was stacked with Hall of Famers the Hall of Famers because of great drafts. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, even, even in the Tex-Ram and Tom Landry era, I mean, Roger fall Tom York about the Drew, yeah, the Drew Pearson stuff of the world, you go from Marty Martin, to Randy White. You know, we can go on and on and on and on about you know about that. But Pittsburgh, for the last couple of years have, to have retooled and reloaded. Now, whether it gets some results of maybe getting back to the playoffs in the AFC North, time will tell. Now, again, do I think this is this is their year? I certainly think Pittsburgh may be have another year. I got to see more out of Kenny Pickett. But for Joey Porter, the word on the street is at least Patrick Peterson has been heaping his praise. And so this young man is a sponge of football knowledge. And he's had a good camp, according to Patrick Peterson, which is great news coming out of Pittsburgh. Because again, I've always said the secondary was the biggest concern I've always had. I've always felt they could put, they could always put, you they could rush a passer, TJ Watt, Case Hill for full 17 games. Now, Highsmith, they re-signed him. He did an outstanding job last year. I think he got like, what, 14 sacks? Did a good job replacing TJ Again, Cameron Hayward's still there. Again, the biggest thing with them is 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 a secondary. That's been the biggest thing. Hopefully they have addressed that situation. They figured Peterson would come in and still be effective. Part of figured in the time there's going to be a top cornerback in this league. And again, well, I'll see. Well, I'll see a Pittsburgh. Granted, Pittsburgh's in a, in a tough... Again, you've got Cincinnati, who has played one of the last two division championships. But again, I worry about Cincinnati's secondary. That's what I worry about them. Cleveland. Cleveland's biggest thing has been their defense. Their defense has been... has got talent, but it's been... Yeah, but it's underachieved. And again, Jim Schwartz should get something out of that defense. And again i don't discount, Cleveland, Baltimore. Baltimore invests a lot in Lamar Jackson, thing they invest a lot in upgrading the receiving core. But again, the AFC North has always been a, a what I call the, the old black and blue division. Everybody beats up on everybody year in and year out. And whoever can survive, whoever can survive, you know. And again... It all depends on that division, but it's good to hear that Joey Porter. There's another guy out there, and i that's had a pretty good camp from the Washington Commanders, and a lot of people were kind of surprised that he got drafted as high as he did. I think he went 16th overall. I think his name was Forbes. Forbes, right? From um, came from Mississippi. He's a very small dude, but he has been a he's been a a huge has had a huge huge camp. And again. Porter, I thought that was a position. Porter could have, I had him, I had him going to Pittsburgh in the first round, but then again, I thought well, maybe you get a slipped to maybe Washington. Washington saw something in Forbes that nobody else saw. Forbes has had a good camp. Porter again, Porter's having a good camp, and again, this is great news for for Pittsburgh Pittsburgh faithful out there because I've always thought that, like I said before, the secondary was their biggest issue. Now, granted. I gotta see more from again, I'll be honest with you, I gotta see more from Ken Pickett. He did improve. Now, according to reports that Pickett has had a decent camp. He's picking up those things even quicker. And again, he's got the backing of his of his teammates. Now again, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see can Deontay Johnson bounce back. Deontay Johnson had no touchdowns last year. So that should change this year. Pickens. Pickens moved to be the alpha male last year. Again, Pickens, he was he was that he was a talk of his first camp last year. Now Pickens, I think, still had about 800 and some receiving yards, but he wants but he wants to be that top guy. And now Alan Robinson is there. So they've got three decent receivers. Three decent receivers. Again, they've got a couple of quality tight ends. You still got Nachi Harris. So again, I mean offensively. The offensive line is getting better, but can Pinky can continue to improve. That's going to be the biggest thing with them. And again, with Pittsburgh, Porter and the other, and the other rookies, if they come along, and come along very quickly. I don't discount Pittsburgh getting into the playoffs. I don't discount, I'm not going to rule them out. To me, I think any team in that division could make the playoffs. Now, I know some people might think, maybe I'm losing my ever-loving mind. And that could be the that could be the case here, but again, overall, I'll look at it. I will look at it. Pittsburgh could have, could have the best defense in that conference. Again, I gotta see if Cleveland Cleveland under Jim Schwartz gives me talent. The Ravens. Now the Ravens the Ravens defense is not what it used to be. It's not. There's no Ray Lewis. And Cincinnati. Again, Cincinnati's had a decent defense the last few years, but again, this year I'm not so sure because the second year is my biggest issue. Pittsburgh could have the best defense in this division. Offensively, I'll still I'll still take Cincinnati offensively. I'll take the Bengals. But again, this division can be by anybody's to head to be ahead. And again, but again, Going back to Joey Porter, now, you know there's always, like he said, there's always that rookie in camp that always that seems to always shine, that they always seem to see something, and Patrick sees, and sees something in Joey Porter. He says the man is a sponge, he soaks up, he loves football. Again, when you grow up around Joey Porter, you grow up around his dad, you you, you you might pick up on a couple more things, Crooker than other people will pick up on, but again, it's good to hear that Porter's having a good camp, and he is doing extremely, extremely well eventually, Porter's Porter, I don't know if Porter's going to start right away, but again again, if he does Joey, of course, Joey's going to have those bumps in the road but again, I think Joey has potential of being a pretty decent cornerback for, for the Pittsburgh for many, many years to come and again, if he, if he can step right in Peterson gives you something Fitzpatrick continues to be solid he has been since they got him from Miami and again, if the pass rush returns, especially with T.J. Wise saying a full 17 games, P.J. continues to improve, I don't discount Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I don't know, discount them all whatsoever to make, yeah, to make the um, playoffs. I don't think it's a stretch. Yes, they can make the playoffs. Again, I think anybody in that division can make the playoffs. Again, down the road, I'll have to give you my opinion who I think is going to be the the team to win that division. And again, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Cephas we'll isn't starting, and we'll see. But for Pittsburgh, don't discount Pittsburgh. They have a chance to win this division, do they? Yes, they have a chance to win this division. You know, again, I'm not a Pittsburgh lover, but I can respect that. I can respect what they've done for many, many years. And again, they've got yeah, they've got Lombardi's in their front office. Something that the St. Bengals can't say. The Ravens can say they've got a Lombardy. again, Cleveland Browns they have won some NFL championships. But they don't have a Lombardi sitting there for us. So at least Pittsburgh is the one team in this division that has a lot of bragging rights because of history. If it's Joey Porter, if Porter ends up being the real deal, and he plays and he, and he has a good career, then again that Pittsburgh draft could be the start of a, of, a, of another. I'm not gonna say a dynasty, but it could be a stray. It could be it could be a sign of good things to come for the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. moving forward. Now, if you've heard the um, the latest interview from Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, of course, being Bill Belichick, uh, had come out and come out and made a comment that everybody that they, I guess it was more about Mac Jones got brought up, and Mac Jones is he really the number one quarterback? And Belichick pretty much came out and said that everybody on this team is is battling is battling for a spot, that nobody's job is safe on this team. On this on this roster now again we all know that Belichick we all know that Belichick and Mac Jones have not seen eye to eye since last season since I think Belichick made a mistake but let Matt should be the offensive coordinator last year and Mac Jones's performance suffered and again and again you know Mac Jones blown up on the sideline frustrated because the offense wasn't doing much now what I've can't get mixed. Up. The defense has been has certainly been a lot better than the offense in the early going. I think here the last day or two the offense has picked up the pace a little bit and started to do a little bit better. Now, I think as of right now, I think Mac Jones has played a lot has played a little bit better than Billy Zappi. Which is which is not really that much of a surprise, or at least surprise to me. But again, Belichick's come out and said that hey, it doesn't have Mac Jones or whoever it is. You're still battling for you're still you're battling for a roster spot. Everybody nobody's job is, is secure on this team. Now I will agree with I'll agree with Bill to some degree on this. Now, Matt, to me, Mac Jones will probably be the starting quarterback. Mac Jones has a connection with Bill O'Brien going back to his days in Alabama. So I figured that Matt's probably going to start because he has that connection connection, Bill Bryant is calling the plays, not so much Bill Belichick, now, not saying Belichick might not put his two cents in into this, but again, but I can't, I just can't see Bill coming out and saying it's like he's going to sit back and tell Matt Geron, you know what, you're bound for a play, dude. you're bound for a spot on this team, No one not want to feel well, the man's going to be a starter, he's going to be a starter, yeah, that's like telling uh, Stevenson, you're not my number one running back, I'm going to let um, Pierre Strong be my number one running back this year. You don't have a job, okay? That's like telling Michael Lackey that you when you just got him just just for the fun of it that you have no use whatsoever of of playing him. He's not you're not going to make my roster because I don't think so because I just don't think you have it. But that's why we went ahead and signed you signed you to a contract. You know, Juju, we know you we know you had a pretty good year last year for um, with uh, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, but you know what? We brought you in just to just to bring you in for the just for the fun of it, and yeah, and, but 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 you're not going to stick. It, to me it comes off to me it comes kind of it comes off almost kind of comical that Bill Belichick says this stuff. But it's simply it's simply kind of amazing. Now I know Bill Belichick is trying to get the best the best out of his players, but Bill's got to realize this is not this is not the the 20 year run of, of the of the New England Patriots is over. Yeah, I can see you I can see I can see Bill Bill Bill, Bill Belichick right now telling uh, Tom Brady, well Tom, I know you've got me a few Super Bowl rings, but the quarterback job is not really yours. I mean, we're gonna come in and um and uh, Brian Order's is gonna get, get a chance to um win the job from you. Yeah, that's like all those uh, you know, that's like telling Ty Law, Laura Murray yeah, or um, you know, Harrison and the Ted Bruskies of the world, William McGinnis. Guys like that, you know guys, you don't have it yet. you're just, you're not really the starter, you're bound for the roster spot on the team. Now back then, back then, maybe, maybe that stuff might have worked, maybe. the team downside even even those New England greats knew that they were on this team. They just let Belichick do the Belichick thing, and all they did is went on the field, you know, listen to the coordinators, you know, and went out and won games and kind of kept their mouth shut. But again, this is a different group of guys. I mean, Matt Jones is not Tom Brady. Matt Jones might voice his opinion more so than Tom Brady ever, ever did, ever did. When you've got guys on the offense side, on the defense of the ball, that are going to voice their opinion more so than the ever before. And again, the Patriot way has pretty much been dead and buried. And I hate to tell had and New England Fable is dead and buried, it's gone. Um, again, I mean, Matt Jones, again, Bre- Belichick has nothing to blame but himself for last year's debacle, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Now, the one thing I get Belichick credit is is the pages always seem to have a decent defense. They always seem to have that. But again, offensively, Belichick made the mistake last year. It was a Belichick, Belichick has to blame nothing, nobody but, but himself for what happened last year to Matt Jones, right? Because it wasn't because it was, it was Belichick who made the decision to have Matt Patricia be the offensive coordinator. And again, Matt Jones, of course, he was frustrated because Matt Patricia had no, no business really being an offensive coordinator. Now, he's, a, he's good on the defensive side of the ball. He's been a defensive coordinator and a pretty decent one for Bill Belichick. But again, you can make the argument that Belichick probably called a lot of those defensive plays because that's what Belichick did for so many years with Bill Parcells back in the, back in the Giants' heydays. And again, the Giants' defense, they had talent. Again, if you look at the team this year, and a lot of people think the Patriots are going to finish probably dead last because they're not better than Buffalo, they're not better than Miami, and, they might, and they're might—and they probably not better than the Jets right now. They're going to be dead last in that division. And that means it's probably going to be, yet not an all-playoff. But again, it's hard to, because again, it is a tough conference. And we have said this. We have said this many times over. It's a tough conference. This is not... Those days are gone where Patriots can roll can uh roll in, you can come roll into July Stadium and people fear you. No, nobody fears the Patriots anymore. Nobody does. Nobody fears, oh my gosh, we got we, we, got, we got to we go we got to go play Tom Brady, oh my gosh. Nobody fears that team. Nobody fears him anymore. And Belichick doesn't have this doesn't doesn't have that, doesn't have it anymore. He doesn't have those teams anymore. The dynasty is gone. It's not there anymore. And again, Belichick has made some maybe some bad decisions the last couple of years, almost so that I think Robert Kraft has kind of questioned Belichick himself. Now again, don't be totally shocked that this could be Belichick's last year, that Matt, that Robert Kraft may go to Belichick after the season and say, you know, Bill, thanks, but um, I need to go in a different direction. Maybe I'll get the job at Bill O'Brien. He's been a head coach in this league. He's had some success with Houston Texans. I'm going to let him run the team. You know, if Matt Jones has a let's say has a decent year this year, then again, we'll know that we'll know that it was all Bill checks fault now. If Matt Jones go there and just bombs this year, then maybe maybe Bill Check's onto something. That maybe that everybody on this team is down at first. spot. Yeah. The dope no job is secure on this team. But Bill's got it Bill has got to pretty much pump the brakes. He needs to he needs to stop it. Because you know, you know, there's guys on that team that have a roster spot. That's like that's like Matthew Slater. Matthew Slater's been on this team for how many years now? And I can see Bill Jack telling him, you know what? You're one of the best. You're one of the best special teams players for the last many years. But you know what? You don't really have a roster spot with him. But man, you're battling for a spot. I mean, come on, Bill. It maybe maybe back then it worked, but it's not gonna work nowadays." And again, if you want to kind of, yeah, I mean, maybe you you want to blame Matt Jones for the lack of offense last year, but deep down inside, it's your fault because you hired, because you got Matt Patricia beat. Now, maybe last year, if you could have bought Bill O'Brien in last year, maybe, I'm not saying he would have been a top five offense. I'm not going to say that. And I don't think he's going to be a top five offense this year. Now, I think Matt Jones will make some improvements under Bill O'Brien this year. Now, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to throw for forty five hundred yards and forty touchdowns or something like that. I don't think he's going to do that. Again, I think his numbers will be better. He will. He will certainly. He certainly feels comfortable with Bill O'Brien. So we'll we'll see about the improvement. But Belichick needs to stop about about hey everybody's battling for a, a roster spot. And you know full well there are teams. You, you know in full well there is guys that already have a, lot, a roster spot locked up already. They're just going to camp and going through the motions so much so that they just don't want to get hurt. Yeah. And that's 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 the basis of that. Because you're not a lot of these a lot of the starters you're not gonna see. You're not gonna see Juju. You're probably gonna see Stevenson, you're probably gonna see Galecki. you won't see, you know, you won't see this guy, that guy. Because you know they're gonna be starters, they're gonna have, yeah, you know, they're starters, and you're not gonna see those guys. What you're gonna see is guys that are on the on the bubble. And that's who you're going to see in the preseason, bottom line. Now, again, I, you know, but again, we'll see. Now, there's reports out of Canada. Matt Jones seems to have a pretty good rapport, I think, with Michael Leckie, so much so that he likes to go to the, rim, maybe near the end zone. Now, if you are a fantasy football fan, maybe you look, you keep an eye out for that. Now, I think Billy Zappi has a good rapport with Thornton, with Tyrone Thornton. Again, but again, Bailey is not the starting quarterback. To me, Matt Jones will be the starting quarterback, no matter what, what Bill Part, you know, Bill Belichick will tell you, but he is the starting quarterback of this football team, not Bailey Zappi. And Bill Bill he just kinda needs to pump the brakes on it because Bill has to realize this is not the same. Yeah. New England the dynasty is over with, dude. It's gone. Now maybe you try to hang on to maybe topple Don Schulas winning record and then maybe you might say, you know what? I'm done with this. I've had my Super Bowl rings. I'm up out of here. And again, if that's the case, Rottocraft, he may do that for you. Because if you don't make the don't have a winning record, you don't make playoffs this year, Bill, then it's uh that you it might be you the one say, hey, you battling to keep your job. Now, the very last thing is we'll talk about is again, we talked about in the last episode, injury. Well, it appears, it appears bad news has been dealt out of the uh, Los Angeles Rams camp. Cooper Cup, who has been one of the top receivers in the game for the last few years, will again hit the last year because of, because of an ankle injury. And with well, the Rams, they were playing horrible football last year, and so much so that they decided to take it, you know, put him on the bench pretty much, pretty much for the rest of the year. Matthew Strafford that same thing. So did Aaron Donald. Well now, as of I guess as of yesterday, um, I guess Cooper Cup was running around and he kinda he kinda pulled up. Now, there is no reports of what's going on. I don't we don't know if it's a calf strain, Achilles injury, or whatever the case might be. We don't know. Sean Mc has been kind of coy about it. Sean does not know what's going on himself. Maybe he does and he's just playing around with this. But for the Rams, it's not a good sign when you have one of the better receivers in the game. Again, the Rams had all kinds of injuries last year. Matthew Stratford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald. Um, It was a mess last year for the Rams, and they were the team that wanted to walk it back, so to speak, and they had a horrible year. Now, again, the Rams right now are probably the third-best team in their own division. The 49ers in Seattle are probably above are above them, but again, if the rumors are true man, and if there is some type of injury, and we don't know what the type of injury that it is. And if it's a serious injury, it's not a good sign for for this team at all, whatsoever. Because Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup had a had a good rapport with each other. And if you take away his number one receiver, and again, he struggled last year with uh, not much of an offensive line to deal with. And if the offensive line is not better, Take away his number one weapon in Cooper Cup. And then again, yeah, then again, the Rams will be having a long, long year. Once again, if they have another no long year, look for guys like Matthew Stratford to be up out of there. Or maybe they consider training there at all. Maybe. But again, if that happens to be the case, that's not a good sign for the Rams moving forward. But again, we do not know the extent of this. All we've gotten is that he kind of pulled up, we pulled up. Injury, I everybody said no. it was a knee injury, ankle injury, calf injury, yeah, whatever the case might be. The Cooper Cup, I certainly hope I me a couple years ago, he was an offensive player of This year. He was a man that almost a 2,000-yard receiver himself a couple years ago. And he was a very big reason that they actually won the Super Bowl because Cooper Cup was a beast that year, nobody could cover him. And to be honest with you, he was on his way to this year last year. And country, and country, yeah. But again, the Rams did not want to take any chances whatsoever with their top notch players. They knew the year was lost. And they would, and We're not taking any chance. Let's just get ready for 2023. But again, certainly I hope it's nothing on Cooper. He's a very talented talented player. Cooper, I think, had a contract extension done last season. And again, I guess we go back to that thing where the owners are kind of always worried. He's got this amount of money and all of a sudden this happens. And again that's that's the nature of the beach, right? That's how things how things are in the world, in the world of sports. But again for you know, for Cooper Cup, I certainly hope I certainly hope it's nothing serious. Maybe it's a cash maybe it's just cash ring. He's got to set up in a couple of weeks. And if that's the case, then that's probably the best news on their part. Hopefully it's nothing hopefully it's not I know, I know a Tim Patrick thing, but again that's the thing with camps, right? There always seems to be something going on with camps. Somebody always seems to get hurt. And again, if you're a fantasy football buff, that probably does not bode well for you. The Cooper Cup is, is hurt. So probably nothing serious. That's all the that have time for this episode, ladies and Please take care of yourselves, and I will see you again soon.